We look forward to seeing you at Two Days of Truth being presented by Beyond Labels. It's our fourth annual Two Days of Truth Summit. This year's theme is Detox is for Everybody. We're bombarded by everything from chemtrails to EMFs to pesticides, herbicides, even uh, toxic people. We're going to deal with all of these aspects at the Two Days of Truth Summit coming up. Sina, give us the final information. I'm really excited about this summit. I think this is going to be our best one yet. It's June 14th and 15th at Polyface Farm. We have some fantastic speakers like Sayer G, the founder of Green Med Info, uh, Dr. Leland Stillman, who's been featured by Wise Traditions lately, Hilda Labrada-Gore, affectionately known as Holistic Hilda, you and me, of course, we also have, for the first time ever, a kids and teens program. So now the adults can enjoy the adult side while they know that their kids and their teens are having fun while also being educated by Joel, myself, and Hilda. It's going to be a blast. And this year, what we're going to do is we're going to actually teach you ancient and modern techniques for how to detoxify the body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to help you put together a personalized plan like an action plan that you can take home and start. As soon as you arrive home, you can implement this action plan and start your detoxing. You know, listen, folks, Polyface is only eight hours from half of the U.S. population. Take a long weekend, come join us, and uh, you'll rub shoulders with other like-minded people, find our tribe, and be encouraged. It's a lonely place out there lots of times, especially if you're a bit of a maverick. So come and spend time with other mavericks and get encouraged, inspired, and enthused about living a more healthy life. So I love the topic for this year, detoxification. It is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit. Because as Joel mentioned, everyone, every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body, mind, and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness. Welcome to Beyond Labeled. Now here's your hosts, Everyone's favorite farmer, Joel Salatin, and Dr. Sina McCullough. The information provided is for educational purposes only. Consult with your healthcare provider before making any changes to your diet, medications, or lifestyle. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it, today, it's Joel and I bantering. And Joel, even though we've recorded episodes before, I consider this our actual first official podcast. Because, you know, because now we have a direction, we, you know, we know where we want to go and it's just you and I bantering with nobody else um, in the picture. So I'm excited that we are launching this podcast and with a, a topic that's controversial, kind of maybe outside of comfort zones a little bit, but um, I want to say what prompted this podcast today is because my husband received an email from his employer that there was going to be a mandate. And um, Joel, let's use a code word because videos are being scanned and subsequently banned for using certain content. So instead of saying V-I-C-C-I-N-E, let's come up with a different word. What kind of word, what word do you want to use? Well, I, I kind of like the idea of, of uh, pharma solution. Uh, pharma solution is actually what this is more than anything else uh you know it was the research was all turned over to uh, the pharmaceutical companies and um 
And so they came up with a solution. Uh, it's not only their solution solution, but it's also a solution like in a, in a needle, you know? And so, um, so it's actually a, a, a solution substance. Yeah. And uh, so, so we'll, we'll just call it the pharma solution. And, um, and, and anybody who's aware of today's, um, you know, uh, cultural climate, yeah, are, are receiving these letters uh, all over the place. It's all over the news and, and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. And, um, you know, to have to, to have to make the decision to take the pharma solution or terminate your employment. And now, now you terminate your health care for your children. Uh, you terminate, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a cataclysmic uh, decision. You know, you don't, you don't just walk away from, you know, walk away from employment. At least most reasonable people don't. And so to you know to throw this on the populace is a is not only radical but it's um, it, it strikes right to the heart of of um, who who owns me who can who can dictate. Who can dictate my body's most intimate um, receptions? Uh, you know, we, we can only stand prohibition for about ten years, and um, and you know, th this is something. This is something way more. This is not something you can't take. It's something that you must. Uh, it's the opposite of prohibition. It's like it, it'd be like prohibition in reverse, where everybody everybody has to drink. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a bottle of wine a day. I mean, can you imagine if if, if there had been a mandate that, that everybody has to drink a, a bottle of wine a day um, be, because that's healthy for you? You know, the, the Bible says that uh, take some wine for your stomach, you know? And and so because this is such a good thing, we're going to mandate that everybody has to take, you know, drink uh, one glass of wine a day. Um, you know, can you imagine? And and But that that's that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so we got, my husband got the email about a week ago, uh, just over a week ago. And I tell you, there's been so much anxiety in our household. You know, I mean, it's exactly what you said. Like I've been studying, you know, the food supply for a long time, as have you. And it's the same thing. It's like, we see things coming down, down the road in the food supply that we want to avoid things we're against but there there's always been solutions that I've been able to come up with, you know, namely free market solutions. Like there's always the organic option. If you don't want to, you know, consume pesticides or, you know, the organic milk, if you don't want recombinant bovine growth hormone on your milk, this is really different because this is somebody saying you have to put this pharma solution in your body in order to, you know, go to work or, like they're doing in some other places like New York City, you have to now have this pharma solution in order to, you know, go to a restaurant or engage in certain, you know, entertainment venues. So it's, it's very different than what you and I have studied before in, in, in terms of the food, you know, it's, it, and so it's elicited this fear in, in my household where we're, we're trying frantically to figure out a solution. Um, and that's why I reached out to you and thought we could do this podcast to talk about, 
what do we both see happening in the, you know, in current events? Where do we think this is going and some solutions to come up with? Um, so I, so now that FDA has approved the Pfizer pharma solution, mm-hmm. right. And they, they just mm-hmm. approved it for people 16 and, and older. This is, you know, in my opinion, this opens the door for these kinds of mandates. Um, not only like the state level, the military, which has just happened right now, the military has been mandated to have this pharma solution. And I just saw that military, um, some military soldiers have actually sued the government. So, you know, because they don't want to yeah, have well, this pending. Well, Go ahead. Yeah, well, Cena, the, there are 800 right now, right now, today, this moment, there are 800,000 um Mil- active duty military personnel in American armed forces that have not received the pharma solution. Um, 800,000. Now, and, and these are, I mean, we, I, I'm friends with some, some, you know, Lieutenant colonels, some, you know, majors, captains. I mean, you know, we, we know these people and they're being forced they can't they can't just get out if they get out over this it's going to be not an honorable discharge so here's a here's a guy who's given his life for 18 19 years and he decides to to um separate i think that's the term separate uh from the armed forces and he loses (laughs) he, he loses everything uh over this over this um requirement and it's it, it it's patently unfair and um what i what i hope is that that people will get together and um and 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 just oppose this circumvent it uh i mean there's a there's a group of nurses in north carolina i think about 150 of them that have just basically uh, banded together and said we're not going to take it. Well, so in North Carolina, you know, uh, are they going to fire these 150 nurses? Well, then what does the hospital do? I mean, the the, the ramifications are almost um, unquantifiable. You, you almost can't can't quantify. And, and I appreciate your uh, Teresa and I were talking at breakfast this morning. You know, uh, we're so glad that we're self-employed. because nobody can tell us you know what to do and um and this is certainly having a huge effect on homeschooling and on on you know on uh on schools that aren't requiring this um you know enrollments are up in schools that are taking a more um uh, a a charitable i'll just say a charitable approach Mm -hmm. and um and, and you know I, I, I've had this thought, Cena. You know, you, you, I'll let you run by this a little bit. What what would it take for me to demand that a neighbor um, take or eat something? What what kind of fear would I be under that would make me um use the arm of the law the, the 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 gun of the police to require a neighbor 
to ingest or um, or take something like this. And, you know, um, I, I just can't think of anything that comes to that level that that I would be willing to force my will on somebody else's most intimate choice. Um, I can't think of anything that I would that I would want to go to the police and say, take your gun and go make this person do that. But that's where, that's where we are. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing, you know, so I've been researching a little bit into legality of it. And um, obviously I'm not a lawyer, right? I've just been doing some research into it. And it seems as though corporations um, can legally mandate um, these kind of pharma solutions and there's some precedence there. Um, and so my thought is, I think that there's, like you said, there's so much fear that you can see the other side of the argument, right? That they're trying to create this safe environment or what they perceive to be a safe environment for the majority, you know, for their employees, and um, like if, if they feel that the majority of the employees don't feel comfortable in an environment without people having this pharma solution, then they're going to they're going to tend to um, tend to those people's needs, you know. And so I think this is very much fear driven and the media is very complicit in this, you know, both sides of the media. Um, so, for example, um, there is a study, I have a couple studies here. This one's called Protection of Previous SARS-CoV-2 Infection is similar to that of the, it's the Pfizer Pharma Solution Protection. This is a three-month study um, out of Israel. And they're showing that people who have had the infection already naturally had the COVID infection, that they actually have... Um, natural immunity that's just as good as the immunity from the pharma solution. And then today, I don't know if you saw this one, but today another study came out. And this one is actually better than that one. This one's called comparing SARS-CoV-2 natural immunity to pharma solution induced immunity, reinfections versus breakthrough infections. So this is, um, uh, again, this was Israel, and this was they they did this huge database assessment of people who had the infection naturally, and then people who had the pharma solution, and they tracked them to see what was the response. Like, did they have these breakthrough cases? Did they have hospitalizations and whatnot? And um, I tell you what, they showed that people who had the pharma solution compared to those who just had the infection, right? And they had the natural immunity. The ones who had the pharma solution, they had a 13 fold increased risk of breakthrough infections from the Delta variant. They also had an increased risk of um, hospitalization and symptoms. Um, and then and this is starting to be reported on, Science Magazine reported on this. Um, they're showing that so you're 13 more times likely to get infected than somebody who did not take the pharma solution. 
and, and one of the analyses in the study, this was 32,000 people in their healthcare system. So this is not a small amount of people, large number of subjects. Um, it says that, so more people were hospitalized that, that had the pharma solution than, than were not. So what we're, these, are clear, these are clear cases that the natural immunity has a better long-term response. You know, it protects you better in the long-term than the pharma yeah. solution. And so, um, it, but this, this is, you know, there's, there's, this isn't largely getting out into the mainstream media. And I think there's this, this, it's like what you and I talk about in the food supply that people don't really trust themselves, right? They're not connected with the food and they don't trust themselves. So they outsource their power to these quote unquote experts, right? We rely on these quote unquote experts. I think it's the same thing when it comes with the medical field, right? We've lost touch with our own bodies, with the wisdom, the innate intelligence of our bodies. So we tend to outsource um, that to experts, right? And so we follow along with what they say, regardless of how many times, like the CDC, for instance, changes its opinion on even whether masks are good or masks are bad, or now you should wear two masks or, you know what I mean? And they openly tell you, like, um, and Afachi openly admitted that he was um, trying to nudge people in a certain direction, a kind way of saying that, by changing his stance on the mask. You know, then we have these pharma solutions and they're telling us one thing and then then they're telling us a second, a separate thing. So this is going to protect you from it. Uh, so CDC was and uh, Fauci and them were saying this is going to protect you from getting, you know, COVID. But the companies themselves that were making these pharma solutions clearly said it does not protect you from getting the infection, nor does it protect you from transmitting it. But that's not what the public was told in large numbers, right? They're told it's going to protect you. And because they drummed up enough fear, people believed it. And when they did that, they passed the authority of, over their own bodies onto these supposed experts that are in large part, I believe, misleading people. And so they don't trust their bodies, right? What we're hearing in the news, it's all like all these people are sick, all these people are dying, even seemingly healthy people are now, you know, sick and dying from it. So it's furthering this mistrust in our own bodies. So then when something comes out like these studies showing that your natural immune system is better, it is a better solution than this pharma solution, people are not that open minded to it, I don't think, because they already have this mindset that the body has failed them. Yeah, well, and there's there you know don't don't disregard the um, you know the natural proclivity in the human mind for convenience. I mean, uh, yeah. a farm a pharma solution is certainly more convenient than, for example, um, uh, getting getting twenty minutes of, of of sweat sweaty exercise a day, uh, going out in the sun and spending twenty minutes a day to get you know uh, uh, to get vitamin D in your in your skin. Uh, and and um, uh, chucking all the soft drinks and Mountain Dew and Dr Pepper from your refrigerator, and um, you know cooking from scratch real authentic food, um, you know uh, for, forgiving all the people that you hate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean all, all, all of all of these uh, you know very very basic um, uh, lifestyle things 
you know, are, are difficult. They, you have to put effort on them. You have to, you have to put them in your schedule. You have to think about them. You can't just, you know, um, grab and go. And so our, our grab and go culture has now become uh, a grab and go farm solution uh, that, that fits our grab and go uh, mentality. Everything's grab and go. I mean, uh, you know, church, church is grab and go. School is grab and go. Food is grab and go. Um, entertainment is grab and go. Uh, you know, <laughs> everything is grab and go. And so it's, it's, it's just natural that society would, um, you know, would, would pick this. And so, so yeah, I, I agree with you that um, I, I, I do not, I do not think that the intentions of the people that are making these mandates, I don't think their intentions are bad. I mean, there are plenty of people that are, you know, yelling conspiracy and, and, and uh, all this. And, and there's certain, there's certainly some of that, uh, that going on, but, um, but in general, I, I don't want to, I don't want to label as evil intended these mandates. I, I don't want to label that. That doesn't help the conversation. Um, so, so let's assume that they are sincere, uh, sincere intended. Um, then, then the, the, the question is, if, if the, if the pharma solution works, why should you be afraid of me if I don't have it? I mean, if, if it actually has any efficacy, then, then, um, you know, you should, you should be protected as good as you, as well as you can be. Um, but secondly, think about the cultural, um, you know, the, just the, the intrusiveness of government uh, big business, whatever, the intrusiveness in, in our lives. I mean, we, we are a choice culture now. I mean, choice is our, as our mantra, right? I mean, you know, you, you, you can, if, if you don't want to be a girl, you can be a guy even, you know, we, we've even got that much choice. And, 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 uh, and we, we, you know, we say, we say, you know, get out of my bedroom, get out of my body, you know, a woman body or choice, you know, the, the abortionist. And, and and so we have we have really become a choice a choice culture, um, but on this on this element we we we've thrown choice out the window and view choice as an evil rather than as a um, as a positive. It, it it strikes me at at the difference between order between order and chaos. You know, when you study chaos theory, um, you know, na nature is always kind of in, in this tension between order and chaos. And uh, chaos is innovative and order is, uh, is status quo. And, um, and culture is like that too. You know, um, uh, chaos upsets things. It upsets, you know, um, what's going on. But chaos is absolutely necessary to create innovation, and in our own bodies, in our own bodies, we have this tension between order and chaos, um, 
and, and so, you know, order is, is homeostasis and, you know, we're rocking along and, and along comes a foreign bug, a foreign body, a foreign something. And, um, and, and, and that introduces chaos. And one of the problems with our, our sterile, our sterile life, lifestyles of antimicrobial soap of, 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 um, you know, uh, chlorinated water uh, is that we, we have so um, eliminated occasional chaos from our bodies that when, when, when a bit of chaos comes along, you know, it, it, it doesn't help us. I mean, uh, people know that, you know, I, I strategically drink out of the uh, cow tank, the water tank with the cows, you know, uh, to feed my bike. The other morning I was up at the Eggmobile and, um, and I, I had some feed on my, on my hands. I'd, I'd given them some feed. And so I just reached down in their, in their water pan and kind of, you know, rinsed my hands off. And then I came in and ate an apple, ate an apple on purpose without washing my hands. So I would have microbes on it from the chicken waterer out in the field. Now, you know, they weren't, they didn't have poop on them. They, you know, they didn't look dirty, but believe me, there was plenty of microbial activity on my hands from dipping it in the, uh, in the chicken, the chicken waterer. And so, so um, that, that, that is a strategic introduction of chaos and I, 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 into my body, into my microbiome, which then, you know, excites your immune system and excites your, um, you know, your white blood cells and all this stuff. And, and so you have, you have these little skirmishes going on all the time. And, um, and, and it, it helps to maintain uh, a, a robust, you know, a, a robust immune system. I mean, people crucified me early, early on in the whole thing when I said, back in goodness in uh, whatever may last year i did a blog post said i want it i want it now i'm healthy i feel good uh let, let's get it and get it over with and uh, my goodness me i was i was i was crucified for being um, um the next thing next to satan you know to even yeah. uh, speak such a thing and yet and yet now you know, the, the studies coming out of Israel that you're citing, and Israel is the best place because Israel has the highest, um, the, the highest pharma solution rate of any country in the world. And so, so naturally, Israel is going to be on the front lines of determining the efficacy of this procedure. And so it's natural that we go to Israel for, for whatever is the, is the latest, greatest in, in, this, in this, you know, of what's happening. And so, um, and so every day now we're seeing more and more evidence and, and how many, how many people are, are coming down sick and they've had the pharma solution and they suddenly, you know, uh, uh, come down sick. And so, you know, we're seeing more and more of this, um, get out and, and hopefully, uh, it, it'll be it'll be more than just um, you know than just circulating within a you know a very narrow uh, a very narrow tribe of people. Yeah. Well, now you have um, companies like like Pfizer is recognizing that there are these breakthrough cases as they're calling them, and so um, I just saw the other day I think it was the CEO of Pfizer has come out and predicted that there's going to be. Um, pharma solution resistant strains coming right, and so he's he's laying the groundwork here for boosters, booster um, pharma solutions, 
you know, which we've already, we're already seeing that recommended by the government for immunocompromised populations. So you, you can see the writing on the wall here. It's that, the, you know, they want to have a, some, an annual or less booster of these things, right? Kind of like we do like these, the flu pharma solution. Um, so that's already in the works, as you're saying. Um, but guess who's not? Guess who, according to leaked documents, guess who has not mandated the pharma solution for their employees? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I have no idea so I'm I'm being completely you know transparent here but I'm gonna take a wild guess see you know the way you've set this up I'm gonna wildly guess that it's the pharmaceutical companies it's it's Pfizer so there's wow. these leaked documents saying that you know Pfizer's not mandating it but um and according to these documents about 20 percent of their employees have not had the pharma solution. And so they're not requiring it. And you know what it reminds me of? You remember when we were studying um, GMOs with Monsanto and it came out that there was that sign in the cafeteria of the Monsanto plant that said something like, the food served in this cafeteria does not contain GMOs, right? <laughs> because, because the employees pushed back. Sure. So it reminds me of the same thing. So if these leaked documents are true, we see this happening within the pharma company itself. But and to your point, um, you know, ab about the chaos and whatnot, I, I think that in part, you know, it's asking people to make a pretty big leap mentally to be to say to them, okay, trust your body. And, and don't rely on this pharma solution because we've already mounted a war on microbes, right? We had a war on cancer that failed miserably, right? Spent how many, you know, millions of taxpayer dollars and that failed miserably. And then we've launched this war on microbes. And so we do view them as an enemy, as a foreign invader, instead of like what you're saying, you work with the microbes. And, you know, as you know, we are, um, more micro than human about as far as we know and so far we're about 10 10 bacterial cells to one human cell so it is imperative that we build these robust microbiomes and um you know it did did you get tested for covid like when you went on joe rogan's show yeah, were yeah, you i did i did did you were you what was the result well i was i was it was a blood test blood antibody test and it was negative. I had nothing, but here's what the, here's what the doctor told me. The one that I said, well, so, you know, so I haven't had it. He said, well, we don't know that. He said, you have two, two immune uh, uh, kind of levels of, of immunological function. You have your skin, you have your out, outside your skin. And if that is robust enough, it stops it at the gate. It doesn't get into your skin. It doesn't get into you anywhere. The only way that you that it gets into your into your uh, bloodstream, if if I tested this, this was positive, is that it it went through your exterior immune system and got into your interior immune system. Yeah. And so so here here you know here I was uh, testing negative, but nobody could tell me if I'd been exposed. Am I? Uh, you know, is, is my immune system so good that it caught it at the, look, 
Seeing what are the chances, Cena, right now? You, you're you're the PhD. You tell me what are the chances right now that a normal person in the USA? I'm not, I'm not talking about a you know a hermit on the backside of some cave somewhere. I'm saying a normal person like you and I. Well, maybe we're not normal, but anyway, <laughs> a normal person like you and I. What are the chances? What are the chances that you and I have not uh, whatever uh, contact been introduced? to CVID? Yeah, so I would say at this point, the chance is zero because I've had COVID. So, <laughs> so I've had it, and you're, you travel a lot and you're exposed to a lot of people, you know, right. I mean, and right. even on a daily basis with, you know, your farm right. having complete transparency, right. people come all the time. So I, and we, we hosted that summit together. There were like 350 mm -hmm. people there. We all hugged and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. um. Yeah. So I would say the chance probably for you is I don't want to say for you zero to know, but you know, it's as close to zero as you can get without knowing exactly without, without being God. Right. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had it and my whole family had it and our approach was the same that you're talking about. So when this came about uh, at the very beginning and nobody knew a lot, the pictures coming out of places like China were terrifying, you know, so we didn't know what to expect. Um, my husband and I early on um, concluded that um, this was made in a lab um, because of certain genetic sequences that, that we are, they already, uh, they were proposing certain genetic sequences, although now we know they've not really isolated it. So I don't know how they did that, but I think that was the sequences that they were testing in the lab. And so we, um, we assumed that it was from that lab which now there's great amount of evidence to support that. So we did um, rev up our own daily protocol, you know, of increasing more microbes into our body. So we increased the amount of um, fermented foods that we ate, for instance, you know, decreased the amount of sugar, even sugar from fruit. We did emotional detox. So like what you're saying, forgiving people, forgiving everybody, you know, de-stressing ourselves, adding more play into our lives, you know, more board games with the kids, things like that. And so when, when we got it, I already had this protocol in place, uh, you know, with different supplements and herbs and we recovered very well from it. You know, uh, it was tiring for a couple of days, um, but in general, we recovered well, we are not long haulers, you know, we were able to completely rid our bodies of it. Um, but I will tell you, there was a little bit of a fear like on, you know, maybe day two or something because of all the fear that's out there and it's really hyped up. And then I had friends who knew we had it and they were sending me messages and they're like, I've studied this and you're now in the phase where your brain is inflamed. So don't stress out. Like, and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> that's kind of an oxymoron. Right. But, and I finally had to say to people, please stop. I know you love me and you care about me. Stop giving me input because what you believe becomes your reality, right? We know that from the placebo effect. We also know that there's a nocebo effect where if you think you're gonna get sick, you will. And so I'm telling you, um, this feeds into the conversation about why are people mandating this? Um, if we listen to everybody and listen to the news at that time, my husband and I even started to get a little bit afraid. Like what if we weren't afraid for me we were a little bit concerned for my husband because he had pre-existing lung conditions, a lung condition. So we didn't quite know how he would respond. So anyhow, my point is we got wrapped up in it a little bit mentally 
and we had to calm each other down. And so what we did, we went for a walk, like the third day we were feeling better. And I said, we need to melt our jello, right? Melt our structured water to rid, rid the body of these toxins. So we went for a, a casual walk and we decided together that we were going to change our perception of COVID. We were going to tell ourselves in our body that it was just another common cold. And I kid you not, we said this over and over. We came home, we told the kids, like, we're not worried about this. You know, the body has this natural immunity. We're going to, we're just fine. And that more than anything, more than vitamin C and zinc and all these other things that turned it around, like just getting rid of the fear and giving our body, trusting in our body that it was going to do what it, what it's meant to do. Yeah, well, Cena, you know, another aspect of that is I, I find myself, uh, look, you know, I'm, I'm human too, and subject to, you know, fears and anxieties and things like this. But I find that, that if I, if I literally just put that out and say, what do I want to do tomorrow? What do I want to do next week? What do I want to do next year? And think about, about noble, sacred things that I want to accomplish that I want to do um you know I'm I'm uh you know I'm I'm gonna I'm ha I'm gonna now live fewer years uh I have fewer years looking ahead than behind me now and <clears throat> and so so uh this this forward thinking um legacy legacy idea of what do I want to live for what do I want to be healthy for? What do I want to accomplish and do? Um, that that does a lot to dispel these negative anxiety, fear-based thoughts. And when you realize that that most Americans are in unfulfilling jobs, uh, what is it like? Eighty percent of Americans hate their jobs. Um, you know, we we live in a we live in a time where um, where where much of the work, much of the of the personal um, uh, identity. I mean, you know, your vocation is a lot of your identity, right? You know, you, you meet somebody, say, "What do you do for a living?" Yeah, I mean, we we just do that naturally, right? And so our identities are wrapped up in 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 the hours a day that we spend in being productive, uh, doing something, and, and when that doing something is not soul satisfying not fulfilling um because it either isn't or because the company the, the the employer has not created a vision of nobility uh in in the in the employment culture um then then it, it's very difficult it's very difficult to to whatever um hype, hype up our emotions about well, I gotta, I gotta stay healthy because, man, I, I got this report to do next week. I, I got this, this presentation to give, and it's important. It's going to change the world, and and the world needs to hear this. And I need to be there for it. You know, that 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 kind of thing, uh, unfortunately, doesn't happen very much. But but I, but I'm convinced that having um, that, that dwelling for me dwelling in I mean, today, this morning, I spent two hours over at one of the new um, properties that were under our management, 
um, chainsawing a tunnel through cedar trees, privet bush, and multiflora rows uh, so that we can run an electric fence through there to, to, to take cows over. And, and, and I was literally sitting there thinking, man, this is going to be so cool to get this done. This place has not had good stewardship for 60 years. We're bringing, we're, you know, as Daniel says, we're nuking it with love. And, and this is, this is, this is sacred, important stuff. And I just got all fired up and excited to live again, you know, and, and that's, that's valuable. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that takes away people's incentive at work is mandates, right? Yes. And so, right. and, and, and so to, but to piggyback on what you're saying, um, I love my husband's perspective on this. So while both of us are against mandates, right? My husband came out with the positive perspective where he said, um, okay, well, this is maybe, maybe this is going to push me into a job that I like even better, right? To, to be more fulfilled. Like this is possibly going to lead to a great opportunity, right? Um, and so just shifting that perception changed the energy of the conversation. And we started to think of solutions instead of sitting in that space of, oh my goodness, you're probably going to lose your job. We started to shift and, and come up with um, you know, solutions in the immediate and the solutions long-term. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Please join us again in part two as we discuss short-term and long-term solutions. <laughs>